Good morning, everyone. So we're going to do things a little different. I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Bay Brown. He's going to do announcements today. Isn't that great? So, happy Halloween, everybody. I'm leaving. Hello, and welcome who is here with us and everyone who's on watching online. Please write some in the comments to let us know who's with us today. Thank you to everyone who's helped out with the Church Fall Festival. We have a slideshow later in the service so you can see how great it was. The youth group survived the trip to the Hot Chicken House last Saturday. Well, most of them at least. We have a Thanksgiving bag in, at the entrance. You can fill them up and bring them back to the church. These bags are given out to the Salvation Army for families needing assistance. Please come check out our Wednesday night classes for adults, youth, and kids. Let everybody stand and work. Again, we're so glad you're here. Thank you so
here. So glad y'all are here on this rainy Sunday morning. I heard a lot of people out there singing. You sound wonderful.
Will you join us, please? I believe in God, the, the Father, Father Almighty, maker, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. On the third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hallowed be thy name, for kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I was also going to let you know we do have a rose on the altar, and that is for um, Elliot, Ka I'm sorry, yes, Elliot Catherine Pate, um, born October 16th, and the parents, you know the parents, Madison and Caden Pate, and the grandparents, you know as well, Richard and uh, Kiara Caldwell. So you want to send them a message and tell them congratulations and how much you love them, and I also wanted to let you know that next Sunday is All Saints Sunday as well, and... All right, the band's going to play and worship. Thank you. 
Our praise band's amazing, aren't they? So kids are going to get to go to kids' church, but you might want to stay just another minute because there's a slideshow of the fall festival. And isn't it strange to see Pastor Sam just sitting in a pew? It's, it's pretty awesome. So anyway, here's our slideshow uh, of Fall Fest.
Fall Fest was awesome. So, uh, bye kids. Um, I was going to invite any youth or youth parents uh, who are here or watching online or coming to the next service. We have uh, Jen and After actually getting us Jack's biscuits as we speak. So youth, youth parents, we're going to have uh, that in the Sunday school room right after the service. So um, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, I pray that today you will speak to us through the scripture. Um, I pray that you'll speak to our hearts. I pray that you will draw us closer to you and closer to each other. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I have questions for you, though. Um, did you have fun trick-or-treating as a kid? We know the kids at this Fall Fest just had a great time. Maybe now you have fun handing out candy. That might be fun for you. But if I took a poll here today, um, I think we might all agree on the worst Halloween. Just yell out your worst Halloween candy. It's okay. Just pretend you're Pentecostal and yell out. Worst Halloween candy. All right, Eric's the only one with an opinion. And Eric, I'm going to argue with you and say... Black licorice, Sam, Pastor Sam wins. Black licorice is, to me, the worst Halloween candy. Um, but anyway, a huge thank you to everyone who helped make our church Fall Fest amazing. Um, and thank you to everyone who is helping with the Early Learning Center uh, Halloween Parade tomorrow. Helene's here. Helene, will you raise your hand? So if you ever want to um, help or just donate something or just say prayers or do something nice for teachers... See Helene and say, how can we help the Early Learning Center? They do a lot of great things over there as well. So speaking of all these great Halloween things, um, some of you may know, and you, some will be surprised, but I attended an extremely strict Christian school growing up. And um, looking back, they tried to keep us in a bubble from the outside world. What were they so afraid of? And Halloween was a great example. Um, they would tell us at school, don't participate in anything to do with Halloween. Don't trick or treat, don't dress up. But of course I didn't listen to that advice and my parents, when I got home, they would dress me up as Frankenstein and send me out the door, right? And it's always been one of my favorite days of the year. You dress up, meet your neighbors and get candy, right? What's better than that? What is better than that? Um, actually had several people over the years, I bet Pastor Ken Casey has too, people over the years in the church world that'll try to tell you, that's a terrible day. It's a terrible day. But if you ask me, it's a great opportunity for people of faith to get to know their neighbors. What other day of the year do all the neighbors get to know each other? You get to know all your neighbor's kids and they steal your candy. You can give them black licorice. Um, just get to know people, their families. Let them know that you care about them. Um, but this was often the normal advice at my Christian school, right? It was hang out on your free time only with people from this school, right? Um, don't hang out with people that might have a different opinion than you. Um, don't hang out with people who don't attend church. Or don't, don't hang out with people that attend a different type of church. We would hear that one too. But I never understood it because it didn't look or sound like Jesus. The lectionary passage for today is actually something our youth group talked about two or three weeks ago. And Thursday night worship talked about two or three weeks ago when I led that. So it's going to be very different though. We're taking a different approach. If you've heard me talk about this before... Last time when we talked about it, we looked at Zacchaeus, right? And, um, and if you remember the song, if you went to children's church, he was a wee little man. You know the song? Yes? Somebody? Okay, Helene is the only person here that knows the song about Zacchaeus. But uh, there's a song that says he was a wee little man. But when we talked about it, we talked about how he climbed on a tree and he was willing to risk everything to connect with Jesus, but today we're going to focus on the crowd that was there that day in this passage. This is Luke 19. I'll be reading from the Common English. Um, Luke 19, verse 19. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through town. A man there named Zacchaeus, a ruler among tax collectors, was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was. But being a short man, can you imagine, I'll just stop right there, can you imagine through all of time, you're just known as the short man in scripture. Poor, poor Zacchaeus. But all right, all right. So a short man, he couldn't see because of the crowd. He ran ahead and climbed up a sycamore tree so he could see Jesus who was about to pass that way. 
When Jesus came to that spot, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down at once. I must stay at your house today. So Zacchaeus came down at once, happy to welcome Jesus. Everyone who saw this grumbled, saying, He has come to be be the guest of a sinner. Zacchaeus stopped and said to the Lord, Lord, look, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anyone, I repay them four times as much. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this household. He too is a son of Abraham. The human one came to seek and save the lost. So in this passage, the religious folks were worried about who Jesus was going to go have dinner with. Why would Jesus eat with a tax collector or somebody different, somebody outside of our circle? Doesn't, know, doesn't Jesus know that we've made a nice, safe little bubble of who and is and isn't welcome in our faith journey? Remember, he was a chief tax collector. He wasn't who they wanted in their circle. So truly, I think my little Christian school meant well. They really wanted to protect us by keeping us in a bubble. But as followers of Jesus, we're not called to isolate ourselves, but we're actually called to do the opposite. What were the people in the crowd so scared of? What would change if Jesus started to welcome people who were different than them? This wasn't the first time that Jesus welcomed others to hang out. In uh, Matthew chapter 9, it says this, As Jesus went out from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at a tax collector's booth. Now listen, Matthew hasn't repented. He hasn't changed his life. He hasn't done anything drastic at this point. Matthew is just sitting at a tax collector's booth. And what does Jesus say? Follow me, he told him. And Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, Many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? And then here's another one in Mark 14, uh, 3 through 9. Jesus was at Bethany visiting the house of Simon, who had a skin disease. Remember, people wouldn't hang out with people with a skin disease. Other translations say a leper. Um, So this was a common thing, a common theme for Jesus to be with the outcast, to be with those outside of the bubble. Then, of course, we remember the story of the woman at the well. We know that Jesus connected with people that had a past. What about the demon-possessed man? I mean, my goodness, if you're going to make a bubble, maybe that's where you would draw the line. But Jesus even touches and heals a demon-possessed man, people with leprosy. Jesus hung out with fishermen, we know that. Um, regular people, but Jesus also would even talk to the people in political power. He talked to the religious people, those ones that didn't even like him. He would talk to them. And then he even has his last meal with his friends, knowing that one of them will betray him, right? He has dinner with Judas. Jesus continues to not exclude anyone from the message of God's love a call to follow Jesus, to turn to God. No one's excluded from that. In fact, Jesus, the times he would get upset in the New Testament was with the religious leaders for excluding others. Do we ever want to exclude others from the good news of Jesus? How do we change that? How do we boldly open the doors of this place and say God's love is for everyone? I know we all know this, Uh, that this church recently took a vote whether to remain in the United Methodist Church or to become a different denomination. It's been a strange time, if we're honest. We've been filled with some anxiety, some fear. Bob Goff, who many of you are doing a Bob Goff Sunday School, he has a quote that is perfect for us in this time. Quit waiting for a plan. Just go love everybody. Just go love everybody. So, sure, we went through a big decision, Some of us are grieving because some some of our friends may have chosen to go to a different church at this point. So some of us are grieving. Some decisions on how to move forward might have to be made. But what about us? What about me personally? Um, As I've prayed about it, what's the next step for me after we went through all of this? And this is what God has laid on my heart and maybe you as well. But it's a call to go love everybody. Just go love everybody. 
Don't wait for somebody to make a big decision, to come up with a strategy. Just share the love of Jesus with everyone. Welcome everyone. This isn't just about a church name or a building. This is for us daily in our lives, whether we go to work or wherever we are, just to love everyone. I keep having this image in my mind when I think about this, just this really long table, and Jesus is there, just continues. The table never ends. Have you ever gone out to eat with your friends and your party is too big and the staff has to keep bringing more tables over and pull, pulling more chairs over? That's what Jesus is doing, continuing to welcome more and more and more people. And I, I read these scriptures where Jesus welcomed people, but that's not it in the New Testament. There was this Ethiopian eunuch in the book of Acts. The, the eunuch would not have been welcomed in the temple, right? But we see Philip in the book of Acts baptize the eunuch and welcome the eunuch into the community of faith, right? And then throughout the New Testament, we see the bridge between Jews and Gentiles, this bridge being built because God's love is truly for everyone. Luke 15 has been heavy on my heart, and it is this, and I know you know this one as well. Now the tax collectors and sinners were gathered around to hear Jesus. You notice the theme here throughout scripture? The tax collectors and sinners are around Jesus to hear him. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Jesus told them this parable. Suppose if one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, doesn't he leave the 99 uh, in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulder and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. I don't know about you, but my concern right now is for the lost sheep in our community. And I would say some sheep aren't even lost. They've just been excluded. Jesus hasn't left them, and they haven't left Jesus. They've just been excluded for some reason or another. It's sad when I think about it. It's heartbreaking when people leave our congregation or our community of faith and join a different one. That's sad. But I'm not particularly worried about them, right? We all have to make decisions. We all have to choose our own way on which way we're going to go. So I'm not particularly worried about them. I'm glad they're in a community of faith. We all need to be a part of a community of faith. I'm more concerned about the people that feel lost, the people without a community, the ones who have wandered away. And like I said, some haven't necessarily wandered, they've just been excluded. Sometimes it's the ones who have had a bad church experience. Sometimes it's the ones who have been asked to leave or told they couldn't serve. Around this area, I meet people on a regular basis who say, I've been hurt by church because I was divorced and the church was, some church was rude to me about it. Because someone found out something that I did in the past. Have you ever heard, do you have friends like that? I would love for us to boldly proclaim to our friends like that, hey, we're not like that, come here. We don't care what you've done in the past. We're all a bunch of people that have messed up. You're welcome, you're loved in the community of faith. I've heard people say, the church wasn't nice to me after I had a child before I was married. Anybody know somebody like that? And then, of course, you know, with this whole church vote, we know people, we have friends who are in the LGBTQ community that were told they were not welcomed in some churches in our area. And you know what? To be honest, I've taken a ton of complaints the past year and a half, but I don't regret a second of it because I would do it again and again and again and again because I have people cry on my shoulders in the LGBTQ community and they have said, thank you for showing me Jesus. Thank you for not being the type of person that rejected me. So I would do it again, and I hope that we all would. No matter what makes somebody different or outside of our bubble, may we love, may we welcome people. That's what Jesus is leading me to do in the future. I don't know about you. It's a scary time, but there are sheep, there are people who feel left out or have traveled away but we're called to love everyone. May people know us as a community of followers of Jesus who know we don't have it all figured out. We don't act like we're perfect. 
people who admit that we mess up daily, we don't give a false impression of who we are, that we're righteous religious people, but we're just people trying to follow God and to love our neighbors. May we be known as that. May we be known as that. And this message is maybe for somebody watching online, it may be for somebody here, but I'll just stop for a second and say, if you're one of those people, for whatever reason, who has felt hurt by other Christians, who has felt hurt by churches, God loves you. That wasn't Jesus. I will take you to lunch, we'll go get coffee, call me, call Pastor Sam. That's our heart, is to love those people who have felt left out. I wanna close with this, a very positive thing. Our youth group here at Gadsden First Methodist Church, I think is the coolest thing that I've been a part of. Um, and it's been very encouraging to me. We have kids that come to our youth group who hunt and fish. We have kids that like sports. We have kids that don't like sports. We have kids that are completely unique from each other. Uh, my daughter does theater, uh, other kids, I mean, they're just so different. They're so different. And if you went into the youth room and met these kids, you would say, they don't particularly strike me as the type of kids that would hang out with each other, right? But you want to see what love, you want to see what Jesus looks like, what inclusion looks like, like a wide open door where everybody's welcome. Check out our youth group sometime. They get it. They actually get it. They've been setting an example of what the church of Jesus is for years. They know that we all mess up. They know that we don't have the answer, all the answers, but they do the best they can to walk the faith journey together. They invite their friends. So they invite friends from other churches. They invite their friends who don't attend church at all. Uh, and they invite their friends who don't sometimes have a faith at all. Yet everyone is welcome. And maybe, even um, Sem would say about our youth group, they welcome and eat with sinners. And you know what I would say? We sure do, and we love it. Um, so that's my response. And maybe that's what people will say about us. Maybe that's what people will say about us as individuals. Maybe people will say, you know, that person eats and hangs out with sinners. And you know what you can say? And Jesus did too. Jesus did too. Our job isn't to be gatekeepers or to make a bubble. It's not to say who's worthy or unworthy of God's love. We are called to go love everybody. And especially this Halloween, go do it. Love everybody. Let's pray. Loving God, I pray that you will show us on our hearts people that need to know your love. Those people who just feel like they don't have a place or don't have a home. God, I pray that you will help us find them. I pray that you will help us to love them, to invest in their lives, to invite them into our faith community, to invite them into our, into our lives. God, that we will show people how much they are loved by you, that we will show hurting people that you love and care about them, that there's faith communities that love and care about them. God, help us to be a place that is open to everybody, that we're not a bubble, that we are for everybody. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Your breath, the planets 
before If the stars were made to worship so As we leave here, don't hand out black licorice candy, all right? Because everybody will hate you, all right? <laughs> Sherry likes it. And go meet some people, make some new friends at coffee, and may we all go show the love of Jesus, not to just people in our little circle, but to everyone. Go in peace. <laughs>